0: Guys that are really good and, and, and they normally take this step by their third year. Skip, you've heard a lot of people say this by their third year. As a hemi for arm. But he got better. He got better from first to second. And he got exponentially better between second and third. The hemi and his shoulder. End zone touchdown! Allen stepping up middle of the field, first down and more. Josh Allen weaving into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo! Allen end zone shot, got a man, caught for the touchdown. red zone wherever as a hemi 400 What's going on, Bills Mafia? It's your boy, Eli Fox, the host of the All Day Buffalo podcast. Welcome back. It's so nice to be back. It feels like it's been forever since I recorded, uh, but it's only been a week. Uh, It is Friday today. It's Friday afternoon. Try to put this off as long as I could. Got a new job, so it's been a busy week. Uh, Getting, you know, doing my interviews, getting settled with all of that. Um, So that is exciting. You know, things seem like they are turning around, feeling good. Football season is back. I got to watch some NFL football last night, which was freaking awesome. It was just, I don't even care who played. I could have watched Lions, Jaguars, and I would have been the happiest, happiest clam out there. Um, But it was awesome. It was a good game to watch. I think that that was like, you know, one of the better games that we could have watched for, uh, you know, opening night. Uh, So I was extremely happy about that. So football's back, but we have a much more important, much more interesting game coming up on Sunday at one o'clock. And that is what I'm going to talk about today. We're going up against the Steelers. But before I do that, I always like to shout out my guys at Built in Buffalo. Check us out on the Built in Buffalo podcast network. We're on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and Google. Uh, So check us out there. Check us out on YouTube. We got a whole bunch of YouTube shows. We got great hype videos uh, that my guy Justice does. So all of that, check that out. Um, You will not be disappointed. Um, And then follow us on all of our socials, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all of them. Uh, We are your one-stop shop for everything Buffalo Bills. So check us out. So let's get into the updates um, that we heard earlier today in a press conference with Coach Sean McDermott. Um, and earlier, earlier this morning, they were kind of just firing out news. So these were kind of the notable ones. Uh, Sanders is questionable. That is Emmanuel Sanders. So he was working light in practice today. I think we probably will see him. Maybe we'll see him in a limited capacity. Uh, but Sanders is questionable. Star Latule is out, uh, meaning we might see you know a little mixture of harrison phillips and justin zimmer to fill in that spot and i'm not too upset with that i kind of actually want to see those guys play um hopefully we can kind of know that star latula is going to be impactful for us but um you know harrison phillips and justin zimmer are a little bit more of question marks um and you might also be in the side where you know maybe star is the biggest question mark that we have because we haven't seen him in so long um so and that would make sense to me too. Right now i want star to get healthy let's start get healthy maybe he comes back for week two uh, but for now we got harrison phillips and justin zimmer to fill in for mr latula and lastly for the updates levi wallace has won the cb2 job it only took him forever um to beat out dane jackson for the cb2 job i was you know kind of on the fence on about Dane Jackson, I want to see him get his opportunity, get his chance. You know, every time we see him out on that field, it seems like, you know, he tries to take advantage of the opportunity whenever he can do it. Uh, so I love that about Dane Jackson. You know, he's a gamer. He's a type of guy you can plug in, and he's just going to give it everything that he's got to put a W on the score sheet. So that is all I got for updates. Uh, let's roll into what we want to see in this Steelers game. So first I got the Josh to Diggs connection and, you know, we haven't seen this connection since 2020 and it's not that we don't think they'll be as connected as last year, but I just kind of want to see it again. Um, you know, I, I'm, I might be getting a little bit greedy. I might be getting, uh, you know, having some withdrawal symptoms f- with the uh, 17 plus 14 equals six connection. Uh, I just need to see it again, man. I, I can't wait. They're such a dynamic duo and the fact they beat up on the Steelers last time, I'm um, on, you know, on a few drives in the second half. It makes me even more excited to watch it. Um, I think that Josh and Diggs are going to pick up right where they left off. They look like they've been connecting really well in training camp and practices leading up to preseason games and this regular season game. So I'm really, really excited to see that. Um, and like I said, man, it, th- this isn't going to be, you know, all of a sudden Josh and Diggs don't work out. These guys are best friends on and off the field, and you can see it. Um, in just seeing them like stretching and warming up, they're like you know, shadow boxing each other and just having a good time, smiling, laughing. Uh, so I'm really excited to see that friendship get brought back onto the field into you know their dynamic duo ness, if that's a a phrase I can use. So let's uh move on over to the running game. I said running game. Uh, you know what's the identity going to be? You know, so let's see what the backs can do a little bit. I think it's important for the Bills to get a running game going this season, but it's not imperative and by that i mean it doesn't need to happen because we have an oc and an offense that you know thrives on the uh the air attack but the backs will be crucial to the way we handle big leads and run the clock i think it may be even more important that the bills utilize their backs in the screen passing game uh more than the running game you know that's just my two cents i think i say that because i like when josh allen has the ball in his hands uh when the ball isn't in his hands it almost feels like it isn't the safest place it can be. So I like the the offense running through Josh as much as it can. I know that, you know, we can't give Josh the ball a hundred percent of the time. Uh, you know, you got to run the ball too. But I think that most Bills fans can say that when Josh Allen has the football in his hands, you're your most confident. You know, even when he's rolling out being chased by three defensive linemen and he's falling away and chucking the ball. It it also, it somehow seems like it's the right thing to happen. Uh, You know, he's, he's got that, that mentality that, uh, that, that, you know, dare I say it, that Mamba mentality where he is doing whatever it takes to win. Um, And sometimes it might not look right, uh, but he's, he's trying to make a winning play every single time. Um, So that's just kind of my idea on the running game. I really want the running game to thrive a little bit more. You know, I like, I love, I'm a, I'm a motor Singletary guy. I'm also a big Zach Moss guy. Uh, And, and, and I'm a, I'm a Brita fan too. I think that Brita can add a nice little dimension. I hope he can, you know, he wouldn't have the, the most impressive preseason uh, by any means, you know, I think that Devin Singletary had a much more impressive preseason and, you know, we didn't get to see too much of Zach Moss, but I really hope that that, you know, that two headed dragon can be something this season that can, you know, can at least be. You you know it, it can at least work for us in in games where we have big leads. You know we get out up by three scores early uh, in the in the first half or something. We come out in the third half try and bleed some clock, or in the third half and the in the third quarter, try and bleed some clock and you know get out of this game with a solid lead. You know I I don't want to see any more of that 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 third quarter crumble where we just let teams back in the game and then in the fourth quarter we got to you know battle for the lead. Uh, and you know, we're up seven and we have to, you know, try and stretch the lead out again, but we were just up 24 points. So I don't want to see that anymore. Uh, you know, I think with the new running scheme, um, all right. So, you know, I think with the, I think that we're going to go back to a, a zone blocking scheme again, um, which will be good for these running backs. I think especially good for Devin Singletary. You know, Devin Singletary thrived on the zone blocking scheme in 2019, and if we bring that back now, we've got Reggie Gilliam, who looks like he's a really good fullback. Um, in at fullback, I think that you know Motor Singletary can can find some 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 true success. So I'm excited for that running backs. It's a big thing I'm going to be looking for. But let's go on to another big thing that I'm looking at. Can our defense go toe-to-toe with one of the league's better defenses? You know, the Steelers have a really solid defense. And since T.J. Watt, you know, he signed his new deal, we're going to see him, and he's no easy task whatsoever. You know, he's right now he's 100% better than his older brother, J.J. Watt. So, you know, if, if there's any guy to highlight on the Steelers' defense, any guy that I'm the most worried about, it's 100% T.J. Watt because he he's a really, really good player. But I want to see this Bills defense prove that they're a better defense than the Steelers defense. I truly think if this Bills defense can play to their potential, they can be just as good as they were in 2019. So the Bills defense, you know, taking advantage of a weak offensive line um, in the Steelers. And I'll talk a little bit more about the Steelers O-line in a second. But take advantage of this weak O-line. Take advantage of a quarterback who's not very mobile anymore. um, and, And, you know, gang tackle him. Get, out, get him on the ground, put some pressure on him. Uh, you know, his arm's not as strong as it used to be. It's still, He's still got a little bit of strength left in there. But, you know, putting pressure on the quarterback, no matter who the quarterback is, is going to, to you know, provide the defense, you know, more plays to make. So I think that the the, the biggest thing for the Bills defense right now or in this game is to take advantage of that offensive line, And, you know, find success with with the D-line. And then once the D-line finds success, then, you know, the linebackers and the DBs, all that will, you know, kind of filter in and flow in and it will create a successful defense. So my next talking point was take advantage of the young and inexperienced offensive line. So I said, you know, speaking of this O-line, the Steelers O-line is really different than it ever has been. Pittsburgh is in my opinion, always been a team that can battle you in the trenches. Um, This has been going on for a long time. You know, those big bruiser type of uh, offensive linemen that are tough to get by. Uh, But right now they only have one pro bowler on their offensive line. Uh, He's a five-time pro bowler. But now they're left with two rookies and two unseasoned vets. Uh, This means that the Bills defront have to bring it and, and show that they're they're elite and that they're a a, a really solid defensive line and a, and a you know a defensive line that can win games because that's what we need. You know, getting pressure on Big Ben, making that ball get out early. You know, like I said earlier, it's really important to stopping this team because they'll find much more success throwing the ball than they will running it. You know, this team with a bad offensive line isn't going to be you know feeding the their their running backs. You know, Najee Harris and James Conner they're not going to be feeding them like they, they they like they they want to so plugging the run which should be easier and getting to the quarterback on defense i think is my key to the defense finding some some success in this game so back to the defensive line how much do we see the rookie defensive end tandem how much will we see Boogie and Groot? I hope a lot, but in all honesty, I don't really think that'll be all that much. I, we have Hughes, Epinesa, Mario Addison, and F.A. Obata, who will all be getting probably a fair share of snaps. I I, I don't necessarily know too much about how much playing time Obata is going to get, but I think that he'll, st- he'll still get his fair share of snaps. Um, I think we'll see the two young bucks as much as we possibly can, but, but it really won't be that much. And all we can do is hope that When they step on the field, when their number is called, they bring it. My last talking point for this podcast is all gas, no breaks. We don't want to see a third or fourth quarter collapse. And I was just talking about this earlier. Dable has been known to be responsible for this happening. We've seen it time and time again. Our Dable run offense, as much as we like it, um, you know, in, in the first, second, and fourth quarter, it seems... It seemed like last year, at least in the, the beginning, in the middle of the year, that the third quarter was kind of our kryptonite. And I don't know why that was. And we just might have been coming out of the locker room flat. But it, it just seemed like it was always finding a way to sputter um, at some time in the game. And that worries me a little bit. It worries me only because it allows teams to stay in games that they have no business being in. A you know, prime example of this is against the Rams last season when it came down to, you know, a clutch drive by Josh Allen on the offense. Um, and, it, and, and it and it came down to like a touchdown from Josh to uh, Tyler Croft with like 15 seconds left or something. You know, like that, that, that shouldn't have happened in that game because in this game, we had like a large lead in the third quarter. We were coming out of the half with a nice lead. We were buzzing on offense and we basically just kept giving the Rams the ball and didn't waste any time doing it. You know, we need to start hot and finish hot and if we start hot and don't finish hot, we at least need to bleed clock while we're not scoring. We can't go three and out with a bit with a big lead. It will not produce wins. And if it does produce wins, they'll be tight. And I don't want tight wins. You know, I I, I am, you know, the biggest football fan and I love good tight games, but when I'm watching the bills, I want them to smack every single one of their opponents. I do not want to have a single, a single ounce of doubt in my body to think that the Bills will potentially lose at any moment. You know, I, I think that, especially with this team now, we can expect this team to put up a lot of points. Now, it seems like, you know, it's up to our defense to stop the, the other team from putting up a lot of points, and it's up to our offense and our offensive coordinator to come up with a game plan for if we have a big lead to keep sticking it to them. You know, all gas, no brakes, do not stop. So that is all I have today on the Steelers and Bills game, man. I am so excited for the Bills to be playing regular season football again. It is going to be just an amazing it, Sunday's going to be the best day ever. I, I it has been a long offseason, a long summer. Uh, it just seems like it seems like it was the longest offseason of all time. I've said this time and time again. So I, I can't wait to watch some Bills football. Um, I don't know where I'm going to watch it, but all I know is that I'm jealous. I'm I am seething with jealousy of the people that are able to go to Orchard Park and be there for the home opener after you know we haven't had a full stadium in since 2019. So it's been too long for Bills Mafia to to rage inside of the Ralph. I can't wait for everyone that's going to, you know, have an amazing time because I know that they will. Because every time you go to Buffalo to watch a Bills game, it's not like you have a bad time. Uh, it, I've only been one time in my entire life. You know, I grew up in Maine, so it wasn't very accessible. It's not the farthest place to be from Buffalo, but it still wasn't very accessible. Um, and in 2017, I finally got to go to a game, and it was like a Week 16 game in the heart of December, and we were playing the Dolphins and the game had no playoff implications. It was still when Tyrod was running the show. Um, but Trey white was, you know, the, the new rookie on the block then. And, you know, I was rocking my Trey white Jersey along with my friend. Um, and like the coolest moment I got out of that game was, was when Trey white was running back into the tunnel, you know, me and my, me and my friend were just screaming out Trey white's name and, um, you know, Trey white actually ended up waving at us. So that was pretty cool. I think that just goes to show how awesome this Bills team is, how awesome these players are, how awesome the atmosphere is inside of Highmark Stadium. You know, it, it is just, there is nothing compared to it. Um, I've been to college games. I've been to NBA Finals games, you know, other football games. I, I went to a Panthers game a couple of weeks ago. It's just not, It's not, there's nothing the same. I've been to concerts. Like there is no atmosphere like being in Bills Stadium so please if you're going to the game and you hear this podcast uh know that i am thinking about you guys and i am hoping you guys have an amazing time i hope that the bills can pull out a win for everybody in bills mafia and for everybody inside that stadium uh, because it's going to be rocking it's going to be fun i will be rocking as hard as i can while watching the tv whether i'm at a bar or a friend's house or sitting on my couch i can't wait for it um but before i go thank you so much for listening to the all day Buffalo podcast. It means so much to me that any of you guys listen to me talk about Buffalo bills football. Um, I love talking about bills football. It is, you know, my, my, it is my favorite thing. I, it, I, I could consume bills content, you know, day in and day out for the rest of my life. And I would be the happiest dude alive. So thank you for listening. Um, this show, obviously dropping on a Saturday. Get ready for that game on Sunday because it is going to be a banger. It's going to be so fun. But before I go, as always, you know what we like to say, go Bills. See you later, y'all. Yo. The information in here is worth millions. This has been All Day Buffalo with your host, Eli Fox. Every Saturday, only on the Bills in Buffalo Podcast Network. Chased and throwing. Oh, okay. And it is uh that's Stefan Diggs, the sliding grab for the touchdown.